Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up a new Morning Mercies, and just as a heads up, this is actually May 6th devotional, even though yeah. today, or whatever day you're listening is on, today's actual day is May 5th, uh, but we had actually already did May 5th accidentally April 5th. in April. <laughs> so anyways, Tori's going to take it from here. Yes, y'all, let's do it. Today's devotional says this. Your kingdom come. I must remember that God didn't give me grace for my kingdom to work, but to capture me for a bigger kingdom. It was one of the sweetest, most precious things Jesus said to his disciples. Remember, they were all really focused on the kingdom. Not that they were concerned about the honor of the king or the success of his kingdom. No, what obsessed them was their place in that kingdom. For them, the kingdom was about personal power, prominence, and position. Do you remember the incident recorded in Mark 9, 30-37? They went on from there and passed through Galilee, and he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise." But they did not understand the saying, and they were afraid to ask him. And they came to Capernaum. And when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent. For on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve. And he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Right after Jesus told them that he was going to be captured and killed, they didn't say, Lord, no, no, you can't let this happen. What will we do without you? They weren't filled with remorse. No, they began fighting with one another about which one of them was the greatest. This is what sin does to all of us. It causes us all to be little self-sovereigns and self-appointed mini-kings. What we really want is for our kingdoms to come and our will to be done right here, right now, in our jobs and in our families. We love being in control. We love getting our own way. We love being indulged and served. We live for being right. We have a wonderful plan for the people in our lives. It is humbling to admit, but we are more like the disciples than unlike them. So it was a moment of beautiful grace when Jesus looked at these self-oriented disciples and said, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He was saying, Don't you understand? I didn't come to exercise my power to make your little kingdoms work, but to welcome you by grace to a much better kingdom than you could ever quest for on your own. No matter how counterintuitive it is, it really is true that real life is found only when his kingdom comes and his will is done. And that is exactly what grace welcomes you to. Yeah, that makes me think of that scripture that talks about, I don't remember it verbatim, so I'm probably going to mess it up, but it was like, 
Surely, if you try to save your life, you will lose it. But those who lose their life for the sake of his kingdom will will gain. will gain it or yeah. will save their life. Whatever. I don't remember how yeah. it goes, but I feel like that devotional talking about the counterintuitiveness about how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. And honestly, such a like a selfish culture yeah. um, where everything's about me and self-love and what I want and what is God doing in my life and my plan and my relationship with my vehicles and my house and my, 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 oh my, right? Mm-hmm. And it becomes this thing where it's like it just slowly but surely just creeps over our whole life to where everything is about us. And we as Christians can let that happen too, but then we disguise it by doing little acts of ministry or little acts of good deeds where we're just like, oh, well, I'm not that bad. Like I'm not that selfish because I just served or I just tithed or I just did this. Mm -hmm. But there's a heart issue happening. It's much bigger than what the physical can point out. There's something deeper spiritual that's happening that I think we need to clue into, which you even see there with the 12 disciples. They were with God who became man And Jesus told him all these plans and what they were worried about is the same thing that we'd probably be worried about is where are we in that plan? Mm -hmm. Not just in awe and magnitude of what God is doing Mm -hmm. or just, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're going to do this, but it was about them. They didn't make it about him. And so I think that we all need to take that time to, you know, really inspect our lives. Is everything I'm doing right now about me? And something that I need to do personally is I need to ask myself, is everything I'm doing for him about me? Because I know that, like I said earlier, we as Christians can deceive ourselves where we are allowing our good deeds to like kind of paint like a picture of it's about him, but it's really about us. And so, yeah, I just think that this devotional is really challenging, but the the positive note is, and we've talked about it before in this podcast, is that his kingdom is so much better. Yeah. I can't, I can't like say that enough and I'm not going to repeat it 15,000 times, but his kingdom, his yeah. plan, his will is so much better than we could ever dream of. Yeah. We just need to submit to that and not yeah. think of ourselves as God because he is God mm-hmm. and we need to embrace the fact that like if we're desiring his will and our own, we're going to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like this is not going to work because our plan likely involves a little bit more comfort. And in so many other ways, our plan will typically be a lot easier than his, mm-hmm. but easier doesn't always mean better. Yeah. And so we need to fully submit to his plan. And that's where the joy will come mm-hmm. rather than saying, I submit to his will for my life. Mm-hmm. However, if I don't get this, I'm going to be unhappy. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think the sweetest thing is this is such an invitation, right? And God's will for our life is always better, just like Chad was saying. And so we can decide to make it about ourselves and our kingdom and how do we fit in exactly, or we can focus more on who he is, the invitation that we get. And from that, it's, it's a different way of thinking. So I think, I know we say this all the time, but it always comes back to what are we focused on? Because what we're focused on is what we're going to magnify. And so in this moment, had the disciples just been focused on Jesus, it would have been a different conversation because they would have been talking about 
but Jesus, we don't want this to happen to you. What does this mean for you? What does this mean for your kingdom? Right. And they're focused on him and his kingdom versus, but Lord, if you do that, what does that mean for me? Right. And then it makes them, it makes it the conversation about us, right? We're self focused. We're self centered. We love to serve self and that's our sin nature. And so I think our prayer on a daily basis should be, Lord, align my will to your will because it's not just going to happen, right? Like we just don't know the father's will. I remember when we were praying to get pregnant and I was wrestling with the Lord. I don't know whether I'm supposed to be praying for contentment in the waiting or for a miracle to happen right now. If I knew your will, I'd pray for it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know his will. And so my heart had to change and say, Lord, align my will with yours. Give me your eyes to see. Give me your ears to hear. Let me see my life through the lens of your kingdom and just how I can play a part in what you are doing, the bigger picture of what you are doing, because God has called you for this time. God has put you in a place for right now. And so it's not to say like, don't focus on kingdom work that you need to do. No, 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 no. Like, yes, you have an assignment from God. Like you have a great commission to make his name known. But listen to that again. Your great commission, your purpose in the here and now is to make his name known, to grow his kingdom. And so we just have to make sure that our focus is where it needs to be. Yeah. And I've heard it said before, I don't know who said this, so I I can't give them credit, but um, we're not going to get to heaven Mm -hmm. and say to God, oh, but you didn't need to do that. We're going to get to heaven and say, oh, Oh. I finally understand that in this diseased, broken, fractured, crime ridden world, Mm -hmm. you worked all things for good. For your glory and your purposes. Yep. Amen. Want to pray sent out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you humbly today and we ask for forgiveness for all the ways that we make this life about us and not you. God, we thank you for your invitation to be a part of your kingdom, Father, to be a part of your work here on earth, to have the opportunity to know you and be loved by you, Father. Would you create this burning passion and desire in us to fulfill your great commission, to make your name known, to love people like you do, to bring glory to your name, Father. We thank you for what Jesus did, that he died and rose again so that we could have an intimate relationship with you, so that we could have your Holy Spirit living and working and breathing and active inside of us, Father. Would we not forget these things? Would we not minimize these things? But would we magnify these things for your glory in the here and the now? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Hasta luego.